Hey you, thank you for joining me for episode number 30 of Better Regulate Than Never. I really hope you're enjoying these episodes. I'm having a ton of fun doing it and I can't wait until I can use this podcast to reach more people. And one of the ways you can help me with that is by sharing this episode or any episode with your friends and let them know about the information that you're learning. I really hope that you are taking these episodes and really changing things for the better in your life. Um, And let me know how it's helping you. But please share. And um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review my podcast there. And there's also a um, app called Podchaser where you can look up all sorts of kind of podcasts with different subjects and try to find new ones to listen to. But on there, you can also rate and review and I get messages about those too. So just help me share the word because I think it's really important. My school has adopted a program and they adopted this last year before the pandemic. We um, had all sorts of plans about all the things we were going to do with it. And we Um, are still trying to and will get better at that hopefully next year when things are different. But the program is called Sources of Strength. And the reason I'm telling you about it is because I think it has so much to do with what we talk about on this podcast all the time. And Sources of Strength is a training um, and an outline that kind of helps teach students and trusted adults in each school about the strengths that we need in our lives to have healthy lives. And it's a curriculum that you pay for and a training that you pay for, but it really helps use students as peer leaders in the school teaching these strengths and also helps adults to see what the strengths are and can help bring that out in students And so I wanted to let you know about it and talk to you about what the strengths are, because even if you don't have this program, um, the strengths are really important for everyone to know about. Um, But if you are interested in this program and maybe talking to someone at your school about it, I'm going to put the link to Sources of Strength in the show notes. I know that I'm kind of biased, but I believe that teaching about strengths is more important than teaching the academic subjects in school. Now, I'm not saying that we don't need academics. Obviously, we do. But I think that schools are too focused on teaching core curriculum and not focused enough on what helps you be successful, like understanding emotions and how to navigate ourselves through everything. And that is really one of the reasons why I started this podcast. I wanted all young people to have an education on what would help them be successful in life, in their careers, and in relationships. Most adults have not been taught these skills either, and many go blindly through life without realizing that that is what they're doing. I want you to have all the information necessary to be successful. The sources of strength are arranged in a circle with wedges for each strength. I'm going to tell you what the strengths are and why they are important to have. 
The first wedge is family support. We all need people in our lives and we need people that are supportive and are caring for us. And I love how this program describes family support because they say it is the people you choose to have in your life. Now, it is amazing if the people you live with who are your family are biologically related to you or who have chosen to adopt you into their family were the loving, supporting people that you needed in your life. And ideally, that's the way it should be. But sometimes we don't get parents or adults in our lives that are very helpful or loving. And if that is the case for you, you can choose other adults that do love you and support you. You need to have some. And remember, those adults can come from school, sports, your neighborhood, your friends' parents, or your extended family. The next one is positive friends. You need to choose friends that make healthy decisions in their lives. Also friends that are good to you. I have students tell me about peers um, that they call their friends, but they are not even nice to them. That is not a friend and certainly not a positive one. You get to choose who is in your life when it comes to friends. Think about these people and decide if they have your best interests in mind and if they are a good fit for you. It is okay if you decide that you are going on different paths and you don't want to be friends anymore. You don't have to be rude or mean to them, but just let them know that you should maybe not see each other as much And both of you could choose different friends that fit better for your goals and path in life. The third one is mentors. These are the other adults in your life. These are non-parent relationships. Like I said in the family support section, it is ideal if your family is positive, healthy, and supportive. So then the mentors are just the non-family adults that you need in your life also. But if your family is not positive, healthy, or supportive, then mentors are those adults that you choose as your family. These adults are everywhere if you just look for them. If you're having trouble finding those adults, ask someone in your school to help you identify some. The next one is healthy activities, and that is what you do in your free time. Now, I love free time, and sometimes I love a few hours where I just waste time. My wasted time looks like Facebook video games, Netflix, YouTube, and things like that. But we also need other activities that are healthy for us, like exercise and eating healthy, at least most of the time. And it's also important to be creative. Now, many people are not sure about being creative because they don't think that they have any talent in being creative. But you get to decide what that is. There are no rules about it. Maybe you like to draw for fun, or write fan fiction, or dance around your house, or write, play, or sing music that no one hears. Wonderful. That is being creative. I know a lot of students that create videos for YouTube or create games to play. That is exactly what I mean. You decide what it means to be creative, but sometimes use your brain for creation. I create 
these podcast episodes and think about and research them and find new topics. And that is being creative. The next one is generosity or being in service to others. And that helps you to find the good in yourself. I believe that service to others in your community is a must to be a fully complete as a human. I plan to be in service as long as I live, and you can do it in millions of ways. No matter how young you are, you can be in service to your neighborhood or community. Think about ways that you can help out or volunteer your time or tasks. There are plenty of older people that can't do everything around their homes anymore. What could you do to help them? What about looking after younger people in your neighborhood? You could be a great positive role model for them. You could be a positive peer in their life, and that helps support them and helps them to feel like they like others care about them. Pick up trash that you see lying around when you are at the park. That helps keep your area looking nice and saves other people from doing having to do that. Pick up trash around your school. I see trash around my school that could easily be picked up by anyone walking by. It takes two seconds. Even holding open a door for someone or asking to help someone who has a large load. One time after having knee surgery, I had this long leg brace that I had to wear for six weeks. And I didn't realize this until this happened to me, but I was parking in handicap parking because it was close and it was hard for me to walk long distances with this long brace on my leg. And sometimes I had crutches and there are no cart returns where the handicap parking is. I think that's so crazy. Like they're the ones that need a cart return right there more than anyone else. But anyway, that's a whole nother, <laughs> a whole nother thing. I just remembered that I couldn't believe that. So anyway, I was at the grocery store and I had put my groceries in my car and then I turned around to take my cart to the cart return, which was really far away. And when I turned around, there was this young boy behind me and he was probably about seven years old. And he asked me if he could take my cart for me. And I felt such joy. And it wasn't just that he was going to take my cart, which I was so excited about, but I just thought, how wonderful his parents are that they taught him this lesson about doing good for other people. I just, and he had such a smile on his face. It was so cute. I loved it. And I hope that if you haven't practiced anything like this before, that you find some act of service to do this week, because they are really easy to find if you think about it. Another wedge is spirituality. And it might not be what you think. Yes, it can mean religion, but it doesn't have to. Some people do not have a religion, and that is okay. But you should practice a form of thankfulness or gratitude. Looking at the things we are grateful for helps us to focus on what is good in our lives. I used to do this a lot when the pandemic started. I needed to shift my focus to what I was learning and what what I was happy about instead of all the things that were falling apart around me. Spirituality can also be a mindful practice. Doing meditation or breath work or body scans can be very helpful. If you look back at my episodes in December, I released two bonus episodes that had ways to meditate or relax your whole body. 
If you are involved with a religious community, there are so many of these strengths that are involved in that one section because you would have adult mentors there that would be supportive of you. And there would be many opportunities to be of service to others. You would meet positive friends there and your family would have the support that could help them be more positive, healthy, and supportive to you. The hardest one for me to explain is medical access. It just means that if you need to go to the doctor, dentist, therapist, etc., you can go. That you have the transportation that you need to be able to get there. That you have the money or insurance to pay for it. And you have willing family members that will take you when you need to. It is sad how many students I work with that do not feel that their families will take them to the doctor or therapist when they need it. Sometimes they just need to ask and their parents are more than willing. And they didn't even imagine that their family would take them to the doctor for those reasons. And sometimes the parents are willing, but they are not sure how they will pay for it or how things will be taken care of. And so there are ways around that. So talk to adults in your school if this is a problem of getting to the doctor or therapist, and they can help you problem solve some ways to get the help that you need. The last piece is mental health. And again, that's what we talk about on this podcast so much, but it is the number one strength for all humans. No matter what your age, you need regulated mental health. And that is what this whole podcast is about. That's why I named it Better Regulate Than Never. Because it's about emotional regulation. And it is the secret to all success in this world. Success in school, work, and all relationships. Think about it. If you cannot regulate your emotions, then you could do poorly in school. You might not be able to get a job. And even if you do get a job, you might get fired because you can't regulate yourself. You may lose friendships or romantic relationships because you can't regulate yourself. And when you get older, you could even lose a marriage or have your children taken away if you do not treat them well, because you can't regulate your emotions. It is everything. This is why I am desperate to get this message to you. Keep listening, because the more you hear this information and start trying to practice ways to regulate your emotions, you will get really good at it. If this program, Sources of Strength, sounds like something that you would like to see at your school, Look it up and talk to some trusted adults at your school to see if you could start this program where you are. And as I mentioned earlier, I will put a link to this program in the show notes so you can go and check it out and share that link with the adults that would make the decisions in your school about whether to have it. We need to get this message to every young person in the world. Knowing these strengths and talking to others about it could be a way that you contribute to your community. If you already have a program like this in your school, get involved with it if you haven't already. It will help you practice being a positive friend or mentor to people younger than you. Thank you for listening today. I hope you have a great week and look for ways to add these strengths into your life.
Every day we get to choose our thoughts. Choose wisely. Talk to you soon.